What's going on? Welcome to the fit, healthy, happy, muscular, strong, aesthetic jack podcast. I'm your host, <laughs> KG, here with my co-host. <laughs> John, this has been a rough one. I think we've tried to film an intro about 10 times today. It's it's a silly mood, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty fired up. I'm drinking a coffee. <laughs> so, I mean, every single Manbox Monday, you've probably heard me say I'm fired up. So here I was going to say, I think for the 100th episode, it should just be you saying I'm fired up because I'm drinking a coffee. <laughs> I'm always fired <laughs> All up. All loop. <laughs> I wonder if I'd be as fired up right now if I wasn't drinking a coffee. Probably mindset, but well, actually, so Kyle had a second coffee. He's a a bad boy today. I'm trying to cut it down because Josh is trying to cut it down, and I know I should, but like it's just different when you're so used to something. It's hard to. So, so here's why I'm trying to cut it down. Let's hear it. Okay, and we're gonna do a really good uh, video or podcast on caffeine soon, so you know that's something to look forward to. We want to kind of, you know, really do some research as to how much does benefit athletic performance. Although I can't answer that kind of right now, nice and suffice like, uh, if that makes sense. Uh, so a study showed that you know to get the maximum yield from caffeine, you need to have uh, about 450 milligrams in a three-hour time period, if I remember correctly, uh, which is pretty absurd. Like that is a significant amount of coffee or of caffeine rather that'd be like a solid four coffees right yeah so like some pre-workouts are jacked up to 350 uh but once again this is where studies did show that um you know most significant amount of benefit but saying so obviously you know even a little bit if it gets you mentally focused and awake you will yield results from that um but regardless i start my day off with one cup in the morning about 7 a.m 6.55, like it's one of the first things I'll have is, you know, I just like to unwind with that coffee. And then we go to the gym for about 9.30 and recently, obviously, since we're not with EHP, I went ahead and bought some C4 as I've mentioned before. And you know, I've just really enjoyed that, so I bought two. I bought the normal C4 pre-workout, which is about 110 milligrams of caffeine. And then I bought the more intense one that I think is around 300s. I, I'm not 100% sure, but yeah, there's two, there's two types. Yesterday. So yeah, the intense one I use on compound days. So days where I do squats or deadlifts and I really need that little, mm, you know, ah! just that little oomph, right? Like something to, just to get me, you know, gassed up out there so I can, cause I'm out there lifting like thousand pounds, you know, for reps. Yeah, I mean, well, when you add in maybe five of your squats. It actually is nuts. Like, uh, I mean, if you get like a, a, an app to kind of count your, uh, Sometimes I, hit, sometimes I hit 200 for five, but if you <laughs> didn't catch if you actually trip. get the app and you add up your volume, it's kind of cool to see what you're moving. You know, I found like most leg and back days, I'd move like near 100,000 pounds of total tonnage. That's which, insane. Random side note, but I mean, it's always cool. You know, like I like data. I find any data you can find is always fun. I mean, I'm getting so sidetracked, so I'm funny. But back to the actual um, pre-workout and the coffee so normally i wasn't doing uh, much of uh pre-workout you know i do like quarter scoop vhp lots pre because i hate it it tastes so bad yeah and that's the one thing i could never push because i'm like oh it's just like it's a proprietary blend and you know for those of you that are wondering what is a good pre-workout so a proprietary blend is basically just saying this is a cocktail of a bunch of stuff we're not telling you how much of caffeine beta alanine uh like all these things they're not saying how much of each is in there it just could be a big mix-up of things yeah. and most of the time you know it'll just be a crap ton of caffeine and not uh many other you know beneficial things right like obviously other things will play a role but when i'm looking for caffeine i'm looking uh for caffeine when i'm looking for a pre workout i'm looking for something that's dosed really well with caffeine um which is just caffeine you know coffee it's what's going to give you some energy um and then i'm also looking for a beta alanine usually you know about 
three to 10 milligrams, depending on how crazy it is. So beta alanine, um, has been shown to show some effectiveness for sports. So basically, it's a good placebo almost because it makes you feel itchy and jittery. And I find that kind of just makes me antsy and want to lift weights. Some people hate it, yeah, so yeah. Uh, I'd be careful before you know taking a big scoop of that. It is a very awkward feeling, and you can feel quite itchy. But for me, I do quite enjoy that. And then the other great thing a really good pre-workout should have is citrulline malate, yeah, that's the which one. is really gonna you know kind of get you ju looking juicy, yeah. get the pumps going, get the veins coming out. And th those are my big three. Obviously, there's a lot of other good things, but you know if they have if they're sufficiently dosed with that and they have good taste profiling, it's a winner for me. But I try to stay away from proprietary blends because you don't know what's in there. You don't know how much caffeine you're having, and eh, I found like I almost got sick taking that EHP one. Uh, so, anyways, the whole point of this rant is now I'm having a lot more caffeine I'm having between 100 and 300 milligrams for my workout I'm trying to cut back on that coffee you know and I find the less I have the more deep uh, a sleep I can have I have so my whole life you know I've, I struggle with caffeine and a lot of people that say hey you know it doesn't affect me that much it's whatever I can have it at 8 p.m. like even though mentally you might not feel it, it does, like scientifically, it's a matter of fact that yep. it will. It will influence the quality of your sleep. So I would challenge you to try and cut it off, I'd say by three or 4 p.m. I think is a great time. Um, you know, the half-life of it, I don't have it on the top of my head, but last time I worked it out, that seemed about um, realistic for me. And I'm trying to limit that even down to 1.30 or 2 because as I've been doing that this last week and trying to reduce my overall amount, you know, I've been getting those great sleeps where you feel like you got punched in the face and knocked out and you're like waking up drooling, like, Jeez. you know, when you had a really nice deep sleep. So yeah, I would challenge a lot of people, you know, to limit that caffeine, especially later in the day or if you're taking 300 milligrams for bed. Once again, just because you can fall asleep doesn't mean you're experiencing as deep and quality of REM sleep, which is the sleep that's really going to help you develop mm -hmm. and grow. So, really random side tangent, but I, I think the, it's kind of effective. The time that I was having the most caffeine, I never wanted to add it up, and it's similar to tracking because I just know, like mm -hmm. tracking calories, because I know I was having um, almost a gram. It was from a lot of coffees, a lot of pre-workout, and then stuff like that. So it's one of those things where, like, sometimes you know, question whether or not you're actually having a, an amount that's going to benefit you, and like try to track it. So the days that I actually track my coffee and my caffeine intake, I realize, wow, I really need to take a step back because this isn't healthy mm -hmm. and uh, it'll kind of, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. So for the average person, you know, I'd say anywhere between zero to maybe 600 milligrams if you're pretty hardcore. I'm not a fan of going above that in a day and even that to me is a little bit uh, dramatic uh, personally. I don't think you necessarily need that much. And one thing I always recommend, but I struggle to follow myself. Uh, so do so do as I say, but not as I do, is to yeah back off from coffee <laughs> yeah, I can't do that. to take a break. So you know, a lot of people I say if you can slowly work your way down to zero and get off it for two weeks and reintroduce it, you'll feel the effects of it even stronger. Um, right? It's good to know too that you don't have a vice that's more in control of you than you are of it. And obviously, like, I do feel caffeine's like that because I, I love my coffee, I love mm -hmm. my pre, I love all these things, but. But if you can, it's good to do a taper. And I mean, obviously, that's going to be different for everyone. I personally really enjoy the balance of that one coffee, um, then that one pre, then one coffee at Starbucks when we get to work, and then maybe like a no caffeine tea to finish the day. And to me, that is about the perfect amount. So that's what I'm trying to stick to right now. And then obviously on non-training days or the weekend when I don't need a ton of caffeine, I'll try and limit that to maybe two cups of coffee and call it there.
Jeez, Mailbox so, Monday. That's it. So challenge yourself with caffeine. I mean, it, it's an interesting because it's pumped into everything, and I'm sure a lot of things people consume, they don't even realize they're having it. Sometimes I think it's a lot of mindset too. Saturday, I only had one cup, which is like, it was about 100 milligrams. And I kept telling, of caffeine, I kept telling myself I needed something else, and then I totally forgot. And I was totally fine. I'm alive. I stayed up. I didn't it's fall true. asleep. I didn't fall asleep at the wheel. I was good. The only thing I will say is if you if you used to having like 600 milligrams yeah. and you have 80, you you probably will get a headache. Yeah. Like sometimes, you know, I'll be like, oh my gosh, if I don't get. But that's the other thing too, right? If you can limit the actual amount you do consume in a day, you wouldn't get those effects as severe. Like some people are pounding eight or so coffees, and you have to understand even the side effects of caffeine. You know, you can experience, um, you know, enhanced or. Yeah, more anxiety, you can feel more fidgety, it can impact sleep, it, it can really mess with your energy level. So as powerful and amazing as caffeine is, it's, a and drug. it's got a lot of benefits, it actually is a drug, yeah. So really random side tangent, but a really effective one. And another side tangent that came to mind, this is just going to be our event Monday. People ask us these type of questions, so why not? Why not? I come uh, to an understanding. Let's hear it. I hate energy drinks as pre-workout. Why is that? So I thought about this, and you know, I have one client who trains with me sometimes, and time to time will say, I'm gonna have some sparkling water before he trains. And about all the time, halfway through his sets, he burps, and you know, he's all like, you know. Uh. So carbonated water, right, does this effect where it makes you gas, it makes you wanna burp, it makes you feel kinda of bloated in the stomach. And to me, when you're working out, that is a horrible way to feel. And you know, every time I have an energy drink, I do get those kind of symptoms, and I, I'm just not too into it. So I prefer, I think, pre-workout first and foremost um, over that. Mm -hmm. And then even coffee, I don't like kind of the weird dry mouth, yeah, throat. it's not. It's I'm not, not a fan of it as pre anymore. I used to be okay with it. So to me, you know, I'd rather do like a little scoop of pre or even a half scoop of pre, mm -hmm. um, but that's my random thought. I mean, it's not to say you can't do energy drinks, but I used to love them, but I'm not into it anymore. The only reason I've loved them lately is because I haven't had a good pre-workout. By the mm. way, I ordered C4 yesterday. So in comparison to EHP Labs pre-workout, which I had, and energy drinks, energy drinks are 10 times better. So that's why I'm kind of like, yeah, in comparison, it's good. But then like once I get my hands on the C4, I'll probably be like, okay, this is way, way better. But aren't energy drinks horrible for you? They are not. We have a video on YouTube about it. With a fat star. So when people talk crap about energy drinks and they say they're horrible for you, so there's another Mailbox Monday question. Yeah. Are energy drinks bad for you? Uh, so usually, you know, when you hear a lot of extremes or people dying, it's because they're chugging like 10 and usually it's when they're mixed with alcohol that's when things get a lot more dangerous uh, but the things that you should be worried about in uh, energy drinks are you know sugar they have very very high concentrated amounts not that sugar is inherently bad but you don't want to be pounding 60 uh, grams from one little drink you know what I mean and that's a lot of empty basic calories so obviously you know we always do sugar free I never have a you know full energy uh, I um, refuse to and then a lot of the next argument would be what about all those chemicals so you know instead of wasting the time here I think maybe we'll redo it as a podcast I think that'd be a lot of fun yeah but we go through I think the main 10 ingredients in all energy drinks the quote-unquote chemicals uh, break down their structures where they're from and whether they're bad from you and uh, to save everyone you know the big uh, anticipation the result is you know at the end of the day nothing is inherently bad obviously moderation is key uh, so I wouldn't recommend you know having four a day but if you're just having one you know every blue moon I wouldn't lose sleep over it um, you know and and then obviously, two aspartame is being shown to be quite safe. 
uh, for now. But some people, the argument against aspartame, and you can make your own decision, as it's only been around for what 20 years, 30 yeah, it's years, not too long. Like it hasn't. So there's no long-term studies. Uh, like it hasn't been hundreds and hundreds of years with things like sugar and those things that we do understand more. And science is always, you know, uncovering new info. So at the end of the day, it's important you make your own critical uh, decisions and weigh out, you know, costs and you know, cost-benefit analysis, right? Like, do you like them enough that you maybe risk something being there? But for now, science is safe, and that's why you just need to think critically, make your own informed decisions, and live your life. Yeah, I remember when we were doing the research for this video. By the way, you can search it uh, or we'll click the we'll link put in the down. show notes. Yeah, the but show I know notes, it doesn't yeah. work so well. So if it just search um, "Are energy drinks bad for you?" Colossus, Colossus Fitness. Fitness. Yeah. It'll 100% come up. It's kind of old. We were kind of goofy. It's, we were a lot younger yeah. for sure. But it's a great video. It didn't get enough views. But anyways, yeah, there will always be like one study or like two studies just showing like that it's bad. And I remember when there was this one study done, they'd overload like rats with like. 20 to 50 times the amount that a normal human being would actually consume of like the artificial sweetener or whatever it was and obviously the results showed that something's gonna happen and then they would publish a study and say look energy drinks are bad for you and then boom everybody starts believing it your mother's gonna tell you that your best friend's gonna tell you that mm -hmm. and it's just pretty insane oh, yeah. just and like anything all the the Facebook warriors share it like no tomorrow and you know the you get these like half titles that don't give you the full truth and yeah. the thing you need to understand is everything to some degree is bad for you and yeah. you know like another argument I like to make is people go chemicals it's like well there's chemicals and toxins and absolutely everything, everything yeah. you know your water is being filtered with chemicals and your air is full of toxins yeah. <laughs> like it, you're not gonna avoid it and everything once again can be inherently bad for instance water can kill you like if you drink too much water you will die and like there's been a whole lot of issues with that with hazing and frats in the states uh, you know where if you just are forced to chug water eventually it'll kill you and like water is so good for you like yeah. it's one of the best things but once again if you're killing anything and once again another thing to think critically about is even things that are healthy you can have too much of so you know you that's why you want to spread it out uh, once again and analyze everything you do to make sure you're doing yeah. it right I think one of the best things you can do on your fitness journey that I did and Josh did in the past is just become skeptical 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 I can't even say the word right now skeptical I think that's it. Skeptical. Uh, skeptical. About what? every... Skep? Skep. T-T-Call. Skeptical. I don't know, it just sounds weird in my, uh, while I'm pronouncing it right now. It doesn't sound right. But about everything... So you're, what you're saying is you're skeptical about the word skeptical? I am, and that's probably why. <laughs> about everything that's said, and we're going to make a podcast on some of the top fitness fads, but like, so many things are said by every person and their friend about what's right and what's wrong, and half these people don't know anything, so always question everything, and that way, you know, you'll always know that you're doing the right thing and definitely get the best results on your journey. Yeah, once again, you have to learn to live your life too, right? Yeah. Like, you know, you can't be scared of everything. Like, it's even, you know, our bodies can take a lot of nonsense, right? And at the end of the day, you got to learn to enjoy some things in moderation, even if it might not be the best. And you need to decide on your balance of what you're willing to do and, you know, set clear guidelines and you'll be good to go. Yeah. Sweet. All right. Well, I guess that's 15 minutes of our questions. Maybe we'll do one or two uh, of these. The title's going to be caffeine everything just like caffeine life caffeine life that's kind of what we've been talking Any, about anything to add with the caffeine or the the food um, pretty happy with that uh we'll, we'll leave that there but i think that was a pretty 
productive, uh, you know, podcast for everyone to analyze. I think, yeah, you know what? Let's just end Caffeine it here. Everything, baby. Because I think, once again, this episode goes to so many different areas. And once again, you know, things you can overdo are like, you know, you can overdo diet drinks. Like, they may be zero cows. They, you know, might be chemically. And sure, they might not affect your physique. But, you know, you have to limit things, right? And you can... What else is an example? Like, there's so much. Like, some people, like, oh, we know a guy that does, like, 1,400 grams of protein. And that's like, oh, you know, like, you got to be careful there, right? That's like, crazy. At the end of the day, moderation is your friend. And, uh, you know, you want to avoid extremes. Uh, extremes are rarely a good thing. And either, you know, an extreme of less, an extreme of more. Yeah, so, like, everyone will say, oh, carbs are bad for you. Yeah, if you have a 1,000 plus a day and you're gaining consistent weight, but you have two to 300 grams like it's not a big deal uh, obviously depends on your situation but still so um i guess at the end of the day we can surmise that this is very confusing stuff fitness and lifestyle and everything and if only there was a way that I, someone could remove all the thinking and the thought process and the worry and the questions and just have someone guide them through it to be their fittest healthiest and happiest self i think one of the best things about what we do a lot of people have said this, just taking the guesswork out of the process. That's it. People don't have to spend hours researching on Google. Especially We're those if you have guys. A, if you have a job, a full-time job and kids and stuff, you don't want to be searching on Google because even if you search on Google, half the stuff's going to be wrong. So you need someone to hold you accountable and to give you the right information like us. And I love that. Here's the thing. Do you think if, I, if my sink breaks, I'm going to spend... 50 hours learning to be a plumber. Screw that. No, I'm going to hire a plumber. And, you know, I think a lot of people are like, ah, it's fitness. I can figure it out myself. Uh, but at the end of the day, by removing all that headache and annoyance, you'll learn so much better. You'll be able to do it by yourself better in the future. You'll be in more control and you honestly will get the best results possible. So uh, if you're interested in the summer special and online fitness coaching and really taking your fitness journey to the next level, head over to our website, colossusfitness.com. Or if you go to our Instagram, at colossusfit, it's the first link in that bio you can learn more you can hear what other people are saying and we would love to talk to you more about this amazing opportunity if you were a serious applicant just do it take advantage so thank you so much for listening a lot of great reviews have been coming in lately and that means the world and if you are on spotify and you can't leave a review on spotify you can have a head over to our facebook um colossus fitness if you just search um make sure it's ours and not the random one in india official colossus fitness will i think definitely make sure it comes yeah so up. if you search official Colossus fitness that'll come up and if you want to leave a review there that'll mean the world that'll be super super cool that you're leaving a review somewhere and you know letting us know that these podcasts add some value to your life. Uh, thank you so much for listening. See you in the next episode. Peace.